0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Shure
1: What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Friday, December 30th, and this is the Best Football Show Podcast, the place for the top news and opinion for myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Big news in the NFL this week as always circles around the quarterback position. We saw what happened in Washington with Carson Wentz. We talked about that on yesterday's pod. We see, we are seeing what's happening in Las Vegas with Derek Carr. Talked about that as well. Big week, big quarterback movements. And I think it's a reminder that obviously the quarterback is the most important position in all of sports. That's not up for debate. It dictates how good it, that position dictates how good a team is. It dictates how much they can overcome things, all the all those things. But I also think what this season has shown particularly is that when it comes to the quarterback position, how a team manages the quarterback, both how they treat the quarterback and how they handle the team when it's a backup quarterback, tells you everything you need to know about how well run a franchise is going. And I think there's been three key examples this year of a team overcoming and handling a quarterback situation well and three three teams that have completely butchered the situation. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the three teams that have handled it well are three of the franchises that are Two of them, at least, are best run in the league, one of them always competitive, and the three teams that have butchered it are three teams that are not true contenders that have not been for a while. So, since there's been so much negativity around the quarterback, let's start with the positive, and three teams that I think have really handled their quarterback situation perfectly, both this season and in overall. It starts with San Francisco. San Francisco this year went into the season potentially trading Jimmy G. They decide to hold on to him. Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy G steps in, and they look like one of the best teams in the league. Now, I know it's a bit of a unique situation because Jimmy G has been their starter. This is not going to a true backup. But the fact that they kept Jimmy G, the fact that they kept that relationship strong, the fact that it seems like everything was good between Trey Lance and Jimmy G, you can tell that the 49ers were able to take a really tough, tense quarterback situation and handle it well so that their season was not ruined. How many times have we seen a quarterback competition or an unhappy quarterback ruin a team season? The San Francisco 49ers, led by Kyle Shanahan, uh, their front office, their, their coaching staff, all that, did a perfect job handling it. And now when Jimmy G went down, you're seeing again how well of a a run franchise they are. I think when the backup quarterback is in, you can tell how strong the backbone of the team is. The front office, how the roster is around that backup quarterback. The coaching staff, how do they adjust to that backup quarterback and can they win with a backup quarterback? San Francisco has gone through three quarterbacks this year. If you want to include Trey Lance, you you can arguably not. So at least two. But now they have Brock, Brock Purdy in there and they're still playing at a very high level. Their offense is still clicking. They have taken the last pick in the draft and make him made him look like a quarterback that people think could win the Super Bowl this year. Now, obviously, the defense is part of it. Obviously, the running game, the skill position players. But the fact that you can just kind of cycle quarterbacks in and out of that 49er system shows that they are handling it right. They have a team where the backbone is strong. The coaching staff is great. The front office is great. Whereas you look at other teams around the league, they're not able to do that. Let's look at the Philadelphia Eagles. They they are a team that has handled the quarterback situation through a lot of adversity over the last two years and handled it almost perfectly. They draft Jalen Hurts in the second round. It creates a bit of a tense situation with Carson, obviously. Carson Wentz was not happy about that. But look at all these teams around the league that were talking about might hold on to quarterbacks russell wilson can't trade him because of his cap hit right that's what everybody says the eagles took a cap hit granted not as big as as a russell wilson one but the eagles took a cap hit to move on from carson because they knew it was the right thing to do for the franchise they didn't hold on to him just because of dead money they did not not trade him because of the cap hit they said our team will be better off if we take this deal with the colts for the first and third round pick than they will be with carson Looking back on it, people are like, well, obviously that was a great decision. At the time, it was absolutely ripped by everybody. People in Philadelphia were furious at them. People around the league mocked them for that dead cap hit. Well, now, since then, you're seeing other teams start to do that more. The Falcons took the cap hit to get rid of Matt Ryan to get the draft pick. So the Eagles took a situation where they had a bad quarterback, and they said, you know what, we're going to deal with this cap hit, and we're going to take it for the pick. But not only just that, they're a team that has gone, taking Jalen Hurts, and because of the backbone of their team, the coaching staff, the offensive line, the front office, they have in plenty of credit to Jalen too. Jalen has become arguably the MVP of the league, in that Eagles organization and then this year Gardner Minshew steps in and they, they lost that game against the Cowboys for sure but they put up 27 points on offense 34 points overall they were competitive against a Cowboys team that had everybody pretty much playing they certainly had all their key players playing they played with their backup and did not look like a disaster. The third team that that this year, and it's ironic because I don't think anybody would really be super high on that coaching staff, but the Dallas Cowboys this year, when Dak went down, saved their season with Cooper Rush at backup. Cooper Rush, somebody that was cut cleared waivers. Cooper Rush is somebody that I don't even think many teams would be super thrilled to have as their backup, even with the the job he's done in Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys went to a backup quarterback and saved their season with him in there because of how they handled it. They coached differently. They leaned on the running game more. The defense stepped up. So as much as we like to rip on Mike McCarthy and that coaching staff, clearly the backbone of that Dallas team is better than people give it credit for. Because if you can win with a backup quarterback, it means things are functioning at a high level. It means a coaching staff doing a good job and it means the players around them are able to step up now three teams this year that have absolutely butchered the quarterback situation and i mean butchered like to the point where you're you know two of these coaches might get fired i don't think the third will but i think all three should be on the hot seat let's start with the new york jets They draft Zach Wilson at number two overall. Clearly, that was a mistake. They misevaluated that on a number of levels. They misevaluated him off the field. They misevaluated him on the field. And look what's happening there. You have players going on the plane with Mike White shirts on, with Zach Wilson on that plane. They go back to Zach Wilson. He's horrendous. They pull him, right? He does not play well. Now he's inactive for these games, even though he started the last game, right? So the Jets have taken, you know, you could argue look, Zach Wilson's not good. That's a mistake. I get not throwing more money onto bad money. But they have handled that situation poorly. They've made him not believe in himself. They've created a situation where everybody loves the backup. They don't seem to do, be doing anything about the fact that the team is rallying around the backup. And they're just letting the Zach, Zach Wilson situation completely just dominate the season. And now they're probably not going to be in the playoffs. So if you look at how the Jets have handled this, I understand you can't control how the locker room treats a backup. Clearly they have rallied around Mike White. But the fact that they have just completely butchered any future Zach Wilson has there by allowing Mike White to be to become you know a super popular guy there, by making him the backup, by putting him in, by going back to Zach Wilson and then pulling him and you know, putting Mike White back in, they have done every, like for as flawed as Zach Wilson is, they have done everything in, in New York to make his situation a bad one for, to give him a chance to win. So I think that if you look at how the Eagles have handled different quarterback situations to how the Jets have, I think it's completely different. The Eagles dealt with a Nick Foles situation, and they handled that better than the, than the Jets are handling the Mike White situation. Another team that has butchered the quarterback situation this year is the Las Vegas Raiders. To pull Derek Carr with two games to go, I understand the injury money. I understand you're going to trade him. But then to send him away from the team, to not play him, this is a guy that has been through so much with that franchise. This franchise has been a joke over the last few years. And Derek Carr, he deserves some blame for that. He's the quarterback. I understand that. But he's stood by them through everything. Through moving through the Henry Ruggs situation, through all the disaster things that have happened with the Raiders, Derek Carr stood by them. And to bench him with two games to go and send him away... How you treat that, the face of your franchise speaks to how you treat other people. And you saw how Devontae Adams reacted to it on Instagram, basically saying, I'm staying, I'm sticking with Derek Carr. You have to wonder at this point if their decision to move on from Derek Carr and how they handled it might end up costing them Devontae Adams. It's going to be tough to trade him because he just signed that big deal. But if he wants out, he'll find a way out. And the way they've handled Derek Carr is going to potentially cost them Devontae Adams. The other thing you learn when a backup quarterback is in is how good is that coaching staff truly? Again, Kyle Shanahan, all types of quarterbacks, they win. Nick Sirianni goes to a backup quarterback. The offense is humming. The Cowboys coaching staff, one with a backup. The Arizona Cardinals, and I understand Trace McSorley, not a great great quarterback. I get that. But watching that team play, they looked a complete disaster. They were basically a non-functioning offense with him. And DeAndre Hopkins doesn't get a catch until the end of the fourth quarter, I don't care if I'm the quarterback. If you are a good head coach, you find a way to scheme the ball to DeAndre Hopkins with any back, with any quarterback in there. Even if you have a receiver or a running back playing quarterback, you find a way to get the ball in his hands. So, if you're Cardinals ownership, and you're watching that game, and you see that the loss of Kyler Murray, and even Colt McCoy, makes the team crumble the way they did, makes the offense completely unwatchable, makes DeAndre Andre Hopkins, basically not part of the team. I think watching that, if you're Cardinals owners, you have to feel like you need to fire Cliff Kingsbury there it is a fireable offense that with a backup quarterback his team fell apart like that so again if you're the 49ers the eagles the cowboys if you're those owners you can look at your team and go we're able to function with a backup quarterback i feel good about where we're at if you're the raiders the jets the cardinals the mismanagement of the quarterback situation should be a red flag about the the future of these teams and about what they're going to be able to accomplish because how they've handled the quarterback situation the most important position of all in all of sports has been disastrous and that should be be a, a concern to both the fans and the ownership of those teams this has been the latest edition of the best football show podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear and i'll talk to you guys on saturday
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what